Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, Six Forgotten Warriors, Chapter 2. Brian, you uh, you look amazing and you sound even better. Oh, well, thank you. What a great intro. It's all downhill from here now with that <laughs> with that opening statement. <laughs> Same for you, feeling a little under the weather, you're telling me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seasonal cold going on over there? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, we got oh. we got something happening, man. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you send your kids to preschool and uh, you, you don't know what the hell they're going to come home with. Yeah. You know, the things Germs in the backpack factories. and then uh, the things <laughs> on the backpack, basically. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think that uh, as a young man, you or I were were like washing our hands and singing "Happy Birthday" twice with hot water. You know, no, like we no. just came home with a with a with a petri dish yeah. full of germs to give to our parents. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Well, I did that. I definitely best, did that. Best yeah. of luck. Nothing Thanks. that nothing that Spider Man can't help, though. Mm. Am I right? I know. I know. That's uh, that's what we're that's what we're doing here, and. Uh, uh, we are moving into uh, chapter two of the Six Forgotten Warriors uh, mm-hmm. here. Yep. Um, we we did uh, something a little out of the out of the ordinary for us, but we left you, uh, dear listener, on a cliffhanger last time. Mm-hmm. And um, let's uh, let's just calm everyone's nerves right out of the gate. Spidey and Robbie are fine. They they are alive at the end of this episode. They they made it through the bomb scare mm-hmm. of, uh, of the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Don't, mm-hmm. don't ever worry about those two yeah. crazy kids. They'll be just fine. They're going to be, gonna be they're going to be good. Do you want, do you want me to tell you what this was, uh, what this was all about? I would love to, because I've watched it and it wasn't that long ago and uh-huh. I'm still not quite sure what I watched. Oh, so yes, this is, could, this is perfect. I could use the refresher. This please. is perfect. Cause I, uh, I, I wrote this down for you. So, uh, like we said, Spidey and Robbie, they quickly escape the, uh, near death ticking bomb situation. Uh, Robbie snips the bomb with his, mm-hmm. uh, uh, military bomb snipping uh, skills. Yeah. Uh, the captured scientist is handed over to a guy who is pretty clearly Red Skull. Um, and uh, then the next day, Robbie gets a tip on where to go next uh, from an old Russian friend. We find out Robbie worked for a wire service in Moscow back in the day. Uh, so Pete and Robbie are chased out of that police station by the chief. Uh, who is not very fond of Western journalists? He do not want <laughs> I to American. Lick. I do. I will not lick the boot of Western journalists. Um, it was just American scum. Was wonderful. <laughs> following. Uh, following that lead, though, uh, takes our uh, reporters uh, to the home of Groitzig's, uh daughter, who gives Peter a box that his parents left there at their house. Uh, before they tried to flee Soviet Russia uh, 20 years ago. But, uh, whoops, the daughter's husband has been kidnapped and replaced by a chameleon who takes the box. Uh, Spidey chases him down and uh, gets into a fight with the full Insidious Six. Uh, The Six are the ones who win. They bring Spidey to Kingpin. Uh, Right after Kingpin reveals the entire plan and is about to unmask Spider-Man, the whole place is gassed by Silver Sable and uh, her wild pack who then bring them to uh, Red Skull, who we don't technically know is Red Skull yet, but it's like, it's... It, I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, Sable explains that uh, she took them out with the help of a traitor among the Insidious Six, uh, and Kingpin is pretty mad about that. 
uh, talking to the, their captor, uh, the Skull. Kingpin breaks loose. Uh, he, he rings Red Skull's neck. He reveals, oh, yes, it's indeed the Red Skull. And then he's like, but the Red Skull, you can't be the Red Skull. And, he, and, and the guy is double masked, pulls off, <laughs> pulls off the Red Skull mask. <gasps> it's, it's old Another man Withers. The, yeah. No, it's not. It's the, it's the uh, police chief. Would have gotten away if it wasn't for those meddling kids. And um, <laughs> so after another short fight, uh, they escape from uh, the new Red Skull's compound, which, uh, yes, of course, it was uh, equipped with a self-destruct mechanism. So it's blowing up as they run out of there. Uh, turns out that they were being held at a uh, reactor and uh, a nuclear reactor in Chernobyl, uh, which is a little topical and uh, dangerous. So uh, Red Skull escapes with his two his two kidnapped scientists that he has, Groitzig and the other guy from the end of uh, uh, Chapter One, whose name I don't remember. Uh, they they he escapes with them. Kingpin escapes on a plane with the uh, Insidious Six, Silver Sable and her Wild Pack and Spider Man. They all have to walk home from Chernobyl. Um, and then on the plane ride back to New York, Robbie tells Peter he's going to introduce him to uh, his old college professor who knows all about the Six forgotten warriors uh and in a and in a brief epilogue peter tells aunt may uh my parents were not yeah. traitors and she's like oh i knew it. Uh, it, it with all of my heart i'm so happy i think is what she says mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. yeah it, that's that's right there uh, those are all the things that happened thank you for your diligent notes as always jason yeah yeah, yeah. no it was um so it, it was uh well you tell me you tell me how you felt uh after watching this um what did Um, what did you what did you like what did you not like well i did like that we get a little bit of a backstory with robbie i think he's a a two-dimensional character that um has more than just a troubled son right like Mm -hmm, we're finding mm -hmm. out more about his background yeah yeah I i thought it was very convenient that he just so happened to be uh, he has on his resume that he worked for literally, I think I, I wrote this in right, the bomb disposal unit, the BDU. <laughs> the, yeah. Right, right. I mean, right. that that worked out really nicely. Had this been a knife, a gun, uh-huh. a laser, uh-huh. yeah. he would have been, yeah. him and Spider-Man would have been toast. Yep. But because yep. it's a bomb and he knows how to dispose of them. Hey. Yeah, you know, exactly. To- so that, that worked out nice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I did like that. Of course, I liked that Peter Parker's parents weren't, you know, Russian traders or mm-hmm. Russian spies, or we want to say it. I like that they that we were getting some sort of redemption. Um, I like Red Skull. I always like how Red Skull is is portrayed in this universe. This mm-hmm. is we're mm-hmm. led to believe Red Skull's son. And I son of the I, skull. Yep. Son of the skull, a skullson, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, I, I, I bought it. I bought into it. I liked seeing it. I did. I always like seeing the six, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. the, these, not the warriors, but the insidious of the six. Right. Um, but I, I, all in all, I'll just say, uh, not mad at this episode, but disappointed. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> That's fair. Of being a parent. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't really get what you thought of it, but I think we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll through, through the magic of podcasting, we'll therapize about this and we'll feel better about it. But all mm-hmm. in all, I just kind of thought as, as is kind of being a trend with this show with 10 episodes ish left, they kind of just make me think something is going to be resolved or mm-hmm. addressed mm-hmm. and then they don't do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's kind of the trend here. I don't know if you're, if you're feeling that too. Sure. Sure. It was, um, so I watched it. Uh, I watched it a few times. I think I, I think I watched this three times total uh and the first time i watched it was actually uh right after we watched right after we taped our show for part one 
like okay. like like that night I was like, you know, I really want to see what happens next. And I was massively disappointed because yes. we had just kind of come off that chapter one and we right. had we had talked through ideas that we had for you know things that could go on and what we wanted yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um watching it a couple more times made me feel less bad about it <laughs> um he said with confidence <laughs> you know just because just because I, I can see I, I can see how this fits in you know, narratively to a, a larger story. There's there, how many parts are in this? What is this? Is it five, five. parts? They missed the mark. Jason. They really they did. They should have made it more. six parts. One more. Six one warriors, more. six parts. That would have been exactly. perfect. Yeah. Um, yep. But, you know, it's a five parter and they, I mean, they, they sprinkled some more breadcrumbs, you know, and they, they did a, they did a couple of things. Uh, I, I thought it, that they, uh, that they said, they, that they kind of said that they would. We did, uh, we did find out that we we confirmed that the the Richard and Mary Parker were not uh, traitors or, or Russian spies. Although we kind of had we we kind of had an inclination of that based on what Nick Fury said in the in the chapter one to uh, what's his name to, to uh, Keen Marlowe that uh, the uh, Richard and Mary can't be can't have their names cleared right for Never what really, we and Never we don't know what that's all about but yeah exactly. Uh, but you know, so we, but we did get confirmation that they were definitely not spies. Um, and, uh, we did get, um, um, we did get another, uh, sort of, uh, fight with the, with the, uh, insidious six. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know. There, there were, they were just, there were a couple of things and there were like, uh, maybe some more, uh, secrets dabbled in. Um, that they can that they can keep moving toward resolution on. The biggest thing that annoyed me about this episode is that Pete and Robbie were back on that plane to New York at the end. Like wh- because they made it such a huge deal in right. Chapter One that they were going to Russia. I thought, oh, maybe the rest of this Forgotten Warriors is going to be in Russia. Yeah, and it could have been. It should have been. If I'm being honest, they it felt so rushed. Mm-hmm. Pardon the pun mm-hmm. to get. They rushed out of Russia. Yeah, is that yeah. how you felt too? Yeah, I did. I did, and uh, I, I mean, maybe they'll clean it up for us. We do know that this that uh, based on this episode, that this doomsday weapon that Groitzig, uh built at the behest of the OG Red Skull, yeah, is Red, in Red New Skull York. Senior. Yes, mm-hmm. um, you know, so the so the that was that was found out, um, and obviously they're going to need to find that device uh at some point which i'm pretty sure is in may parker's basement um but um has to be it's it it would only make sense or it's in the box oh it might be in the box (laughs) what's in the box what's in the box um yeah so i don't know there there like i said there were some incremental moves but yeah it's it it didn't you know that i think I think to me what I'm noticing and I, I I agree with you that it's like they kind of have consistently fallen short of of expectation uh particularly yes. with these multi-part uh mm-hmm. episodes and um yeah it's just that they and they they it's like they they take it in directions that don't that they, that they that it doesn't seem to be obviously leading to uh, you know as as it as the story builds you know right right yeah right. yeah I I I know we're, I know I'm gonna keep saying this so I'm I'm blue and and red in the face Jason the Spider Man colors but 
we're not going to find out what happened to Mary Jane, are we? Should I just <laughs> let go of that ghost? Should it just? Should I just move on? I think life? you should just. I, I think you should just forget it. And if, if something does happen, Brian, that uh, that changes that, mm-hmm. just be happy that something happened. But it, do not expect any movement on that in the next uh, four uh, episodes. Four, three, three episodes. Three episodes okay. for sure. Right? Three, four, five. Yeah. Yeah, parts yeah. three, four, five of the Six Forgotten Warriors. Do not expect Mary no. Jane to come around. And I thought maybe I was, you know, giving them too much credit because I thought if they're going to bite off the enough that they can chew here with the Peter Parker's lineage, Peter Parker's parents, I hope that they don't treat it the way they treated other things, like what I just mentioned when it comes to the haunting of Mary Jane Watson. I mm-hmm. It's a big thing in the Spider-Man mythos, so much so that I don't even know it all in the comics. So uh-huh, it's like, uh-huh. if they want to take this on, they got to do do better, as the kids say. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, and, and right. I don't. I'm not holding my breath <laughs> that they will. I know yeah. we'll still have three more parts in this series or in mm-hmm. this arc, but historically, Jason, they're going to break our hearts, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. You you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me tell you things that worked for me well in this yeah. episode. One of them. I I love I I think we agree we loved the setting in Russia for this for sure. I really and and maybe it's like the the hindsight of no of this you know this takes place shortly after the Soviet Union collapsed. You know, I mean this yeah, is this is just sure. this is a few Early years 90s. later. Yeah. Um sure. and now that we've had you know, nearly 30 years since this uh wow. this show was on TV. Yeah. We know we know how things have gone in Russia for the last few decades. And so just something about those those two Russian cops, the one that Robbie the Robbie's friend and then the chief of police, like they were just like they were a perfect microcosm of these kind of like two ends of the Russian uh of the post Soviet Russian bureaucracy yeah, yeah, yeah. to me. You right, know, there was right. like this one guy who was like you know, I, I'm supposed to uh, play by the rules, but uh, whatever, what what, whatever you are, you are, you are a good American friend to me. I've shared the information with you. I uh, kiss your face. Right. <laughs> and the other one is like, Western pig dog, I kill you. you know, like, <laughs> right. The, right. Avin Drago's manager or something. Right. 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 <laughs> but it was, you know, they, and I'm I'm obviously uh, um, you know uh, making fun for uh, comedic effect here, but uh, it, like on screen it really worked. Like I did, I bought the performance of both those mm-hmm. characters, like, like yeah. hook, line, and I was I I would have if this had stayed in Russia longer, I would have loved to have seen that friend of Robbie's again. Um, oh, you know, yeah. like you know, if he if he could help them out in a different way or something like that, that would right. have been that would have been fun for me. Awesome some Russian secrets or something, bring yeah. get them into the Kremlin or yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so that I, I liked that and I, and kind of not exactly at the same time, but near then, right. Cause, Oh yeah. Cause they go to the apartment. They, they talk to Greutzig's daughter and get the box. Um, yes. but then, and then mm-hmm. there's the fight, there's the fight at like the maintenance yard, uh, with the insidious six. And I just liked that. Um, I liked that outdoor venue for Spidey to fight with them. And, you know, kind of each of them, each of them takes a shot at Spider-Man and they're, it's, it's not a long fight, but it was like everybody, everybody got a moment to, to, uh, put their, put their, their things on display there and stuff. And, um, 
they won, like you said. Yeah, yeah. That's also a rare thing, and I, I, I like to see that. I mean, we knew Spidey wouldn't lose the war, but it was kind of interesting to see him lose the battle, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they're um, always interesting, those those insidiously six people. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, the, the other thing that... That really, uh, that I really liked that worked for me here was when Kingpin is going over his plan, which is like the most cliched cartoon plan that there is, right? It's and like Spider Man even says that to him, like, you sound like a Saturday morning cartoon right, villain. Right. <laughs> he literally it's, says that. It's the, it's the thing that in Amazing Friends, we were just like, Every week, we're like, what's the motivation? Rule the world. You know? (laughs) Exactly. Make everyone like me so I can rule the world. Right. Done. Yeah. (laughs) And here, here Kingpin wants the doomsday weapon so he can take over the world. Mm. And um, yeah, so I appreciated uh, them kind of calling him out for that. Although, you know, a better move might have been come up with something else he can do with that weapon. Although, you know, I don't know. I guess... I guess either ruling the world or holding the world hostage are the two things you do with a doomsday weapon, right? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're Kingpin, you just want to rule the world. I mean, it's right there in your name, you know, right, more, so right. than, more so than any sort of gain. Mm-hmm. You're just looking, you're just looking to, to be in charge of everything. So. Random aside, is Kingpin the Lex Luthor of the Marvel Universe? This is just, I'm just shooting mm. from the hip on this. Like, because you know, he's bald? no, no, because... <laughs> Uh, because of the because of the power hunger the the the, the thirst for power mm. and like this where he's like yeah I want to I want to take over the world like Lex Luthor yeah I, th- I think there have been iterations where he like gets elected president or something like that yeah, and like you're right. becomes like you know a world uh, like a like a geopolitical player like yeah. do, do you think that there's some similarities there is there any is there anything to that I think so I think um I think Kingpin's a little bit well, a lot stronger than Lex Luthor, like physically stronger. Like sure. he can actually, you know, throw people across the room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, we've seen him practicing karate. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but but not so much as Lex Luthor. But I agree, like the motivations seem the same mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the the means of which they get things done are the same. Like yeah. uh, a nuclear weapon, a missile, mm-hmm. some sort of weapons of mass destruction to rule the world with, especially and, in, the, in the Superman movies. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm thinking back on, yeah, the Christopher and they, Reeve. And they both, they both kind of frequently employ other villains to to mm. kind of be the henchmen in their plans, right? Yeah. 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 yeah they're, they're pulling the strings. They don't, they don't do any of the dirty work. Usually mm-hmm. Kingpin a little bit more than Lex Luthor, but they're always just kind of throw. And, and they're always like intellectually above the people around them too. That's, mm. that might be just be a common comic book villain thing though. Where yeah. Like, yeah. They have be. a dump, they have a bunch of dumb sidekicks around them, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ned Beatty in this case is what I'm still thinking of. <laughs> Let's let, let's take a moment here to just to uh, uh, recognize how great Gene Hackman is at oh, everything. Agreed, yeah. agreed. Yeah. Even in really kind of like mediocre movies, like Enemy of the State with Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's phenomenal mm-hmm. in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Young Frankenstein. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna make this. I was gonna make espresso. I mean, I think I've pretty much exhausted his entire filmography by talking about those two movies. <laughs> well, you've hit the high points. You've hit the high points anyway. Yeah, yeah, he you're right. He's he's very very good. I I enjoy him. Um 
th- things that uh, things that did not work for me uh, in this episode. Yes. Um, and uh, we'll we'll maybe use this to help transition into. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna come at this in a different order, and and then we'll and then we'll we'll use it to, to transition into other topics here. Uh, but first of all. Was Silver Sable flirting with Spider-Man during the <laughs> during the jailbreak? I I couldn't tell, and you put it in your notes, so I was listening for it. Yeah, but if she was, it was very lazily written because it was literally just talking. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah. that's the okay. seduction technique. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. it was like I think at the end she says something like, "There's." more to me than the eye or something right like that. right yeah. right yeah so it it, it was and kind I, of a shatner seduction <laughs> i feel and but I, I also feel like when she had spider-man in shackles and he was like why are you helping these guys she's like you know i don't know it was something like um you don't know me that well or i, I don't know yeah, it was something yeah, yeah. It, it was There's a lot about me you don't know right and, yeah yeah it was I, like weird flex okay. uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> yeah i am more than i yeah I, I, yeah, and and you're right. Maybe it was just the performance that that was that <laughs> was, was Shat, Shatnerian choice. performance. Right. Adam Adam West William Shatner. <laughs> right. You know the Lotharios they are that they just seduce everyone that comes in their path. Yeah, and um, I while we're talking about her, uh-huh. um, why did Spider Man not like? Why did he say that the villains are better than her? He was like, at least the villains are honestly dishonest or whatever. I was like, but she's not here to mess up spider-man she's just kind yeah. of doing her job like did that seem unwarranted to you maybe i'm just confused by her character I yeah no i i mean i think I, I think what his point there was is that you you don't know because you you don't know what she's after because you don't know who is paying her at any given moment you know right so, so he's saying like you know at least at least with the bad guys i always know what they're you know i always know who they are and and what they want right. um right. but uh hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I don't know. TBD, I think we'll see more Silver Sable, don't you? I've not read ahead, but I feel like we're going to see more of her. And the cowboy hat guy randomly hanging out behind her. <laughs> and cowboy hat guy. Well, they wouldn't be a wild pack if they didn't wear cowboy right. hats, Brian. There's always at least one cowboy. Yep, yep you got to yep. watch that one. Um, yeah. I assume we will, question yeah. mark? Yeah. Um, but but, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just as likely that in the course of the six forgotten warriors, one of them is Michael Morbius. You know, I mean, <laughs> oh no, I mean, I don't oh, know, Brian. You jinxed it. <laughs> <laughs> just when he was out of my, just when he was out of my plasma, he comes back. In. <laughs> just when I thought the finger sucking was over, or the palm sucking. Yeah. Oh, no, but you but you know, speaking something. of speaking of disappointment from you know certain <laughs> aspects of this show, like or this series, I should say, like it. it it seems like that's a thing too, where you you see characters appear and it they kind of make it seem like we're going to see more of them, and then and and then we just don't. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't know. I'm 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 hoping that we do, and that she gets uh, she gets to be more useful. I I could see her uh, and her group coming into uh, conflict with Shield later in this yeah. arc. Um, yeah. That would that would be a, a sensible place to use that, right? I, yeah, I would like that. That'd be a good uh, that'd be a good matchup. Yeah. Um. So another thing that i i had a I had an issue with, and this kind of starts to harken toward the comic canonical end of things, and and how 
how they approached this story versus uh, things that have happened in comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got this uh, this character and and uh, Kragov, or, or I'm sorry, uh, Reinhold Reinhold Schmidt, mm-hmm. son of the Red Skull. Okay. So here, here's yes, my. I forgot here, about that, but okay, I, I believe you. Here's my problem. Here's my problem. Red Skull having a son implies that Red Skull had intercourse with someone. Yes, exactly. Much like I felt during during Rise of Skywalker about Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> oh, but at least Palpatine at one point had a human face. You know, right, he was still true. he was still a shitbag, but at least <laughs> right. You know, can you imagine looking nope. at? So in the comic books, when there's future Red Skulls, they are they are basically stealing the mantle of the Red Skull for you know for for the same reason that uh, that Wesley is the Dread Pirate Roberts, you know, because no one no one is going to surrender to the Red Reinhold, you know, like it's just you're right. It just rolls off the tongue better, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, So so that that would have eked me out less like the, mm-hmm. just because now i'm sitting here going oh man red skull took time to procreate yeah, while he was when, bent on world domination and, like and he was full-on red skull yeah like he yeah. was he was deep in red skull pardon the pun uh. so yeah <laughs> i don't know maybe maybe you know he he found a pocket of the universe where like they're into that kind of thing or he just he used his powers of uh-huh. whatever he has to seduce Maybe he took really long pauses between words. That seems to work in this universe. <laughs> My red skull is in all that's red. Oh, no. Oh, Brian. Oh, Brian. I'm talking about my heart. Come on. <laughs> your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. So in any other iteration, uh-huh. as far as you know, did Red Skull have children? Not that I'm aware of. Not that yeah. I'm aware of, no. Is it just easier to write that it's Red Skull Jr.? Is that what it is? Beats me. Beats me, man. I really, you know, because to me, because to me having, uh, having someone who just, you know, was like a disciple of Red Skull or something uh, versus the actual blood relation of Red Skull is like a potato potato situation. You know, it's like, what what difference does it make if you're, you know, if you're uh, a wacko bent on world domination, that's just what you are, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. think the. I don't think the blood relation is absolutely necessary. But that's no, what we've got here. No, it's not at all. That's, that's not at all. Got. And it just felt like the reveal of that was just kind of odd and, mm-hmm. and very shoehorned in. Like, mm-hmm. okay, wait, we, it's this person. It's it's Red Skull. Oh no, it's not. It's a Russian. Oh wait, no. It, it, it and, like you said, the double mask. <laughs> right, oh wait, no, right. it, it's Red Skull Junior. Yeah, like. And then I was waiting for the Red Skull mask to come up, and then just it being a skull. Right. Like, right. You can't go any further. Like, <laughs> You're hitting bone here. All the way down. We're all the way down. Oh, right, boy. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the the other thing, uh, this uh, sort of, uh, I put in my notes, cockamamie story. I, I loved mm-hmm. writing the word cockamamie, Brian, because I have, underused word. I have yeah. so few options uh, to yeah. do it. But uh, that the, the Parkers were not just secret agents not just double agents but like triple agents like right they like triple cross yeah 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 Yeah. and then they get killed by the kgb like i really hope that there is some more explanation for how that for all how all of that went down 
because mm-hmm. the the brief story that we get from uh, a character who admittedly was a child during the time that she's hearing this conversation between her dad Greutzig and the Parkers happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ho- I don't know. Hopefully, there's some more information there because the the story as it's told, I'm like, I I don't get why they were there and what they were. You know what? The, what all that? What took them to Russia for the last time? Right. That exactly. It, apparently, it's in this box, but I don't. I I don't know for sure, what and I don't box? really get it. Yeah, the what? box they just open it up, and it's a it's like a, a note card that says "Gotcha." <laughs> 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 that that would be about par for the course for this. My my question about Groitzik's daughter that mm-hmm. was under the table and dreaming, um, and and hearing mm-hmm. you know what what the Parkers were talking about. Yep. Was it just a coincidence that that was the that was her apartment that Robbie and Peter went to? No, they went there. That- they went there because they were looking for they they remember they talked to the cop. Yeah. Who said, "Yeah, we can't believe this uh, World War II scientist was hiding here all these years." Uh, well, when when did you find out? It was when he disappeared, and his daughter came to the to the police looking for him you know to, to say that he okay. was he was missing so they knew so they so he sent them to the daughter okay yeah so peter mm-hmm. parker kind of knew what he was stepping into when he went to that apartment well i don't think that he necessarily knew that his parents had been there i didn't get that impression right that's what i mean it yeah just, it, yeah the writing is a little bit lazy because it's so coincident not coincidental but it just it it, it felt a little bit too easy i, I don't know yeah, am, I, am i reading into it too much i think you are i i I feel like it made sense for his parents to be connected to this guy who disappeared because that was why Peter wanted to go to Russia to begin with. Right. Yeah. Right. To be hot on that trail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that I mean that yeah. that made sense to me. Yeah. Um, and, and I I'd like to give the show the benefit of the, of the doubt and that we're going to get more of of an explanation because mm-hmm. if this was a standalone episode by itself, boy, it's really unresolved, right? Oh like, yeah. Really yeah. Is, for sure. Yeah. For sure. There's there's a lot of things they need to button up. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, um, the so that and we we might get this information, fair listener. We're we're still we're only in part two of this story. Um, I, I'm assuming we're going to hear more about the uh, some of the holes in this uh, story about his parents, and it kind of led us down a a little bit of a rabbit hole just to uh, dig in again to. Uh, the the canonical story of Richard and Mary Parker, which uh, apparently not really much mentioned or explained until uh, Spider-Man Annual number five, which was uh, in 1968. And we find out that his parents were murdered uh, by uh, uh, Albert Malik, who was the second Red Skull, not son of Red Skull. <laughs> not Red Skull Jr. Not Red right. Skull Jr., but another Red Skull. Um, okay, so that's kind of uh, yeah in the same ballpark. Yeah, right, right. And then, um, uh, and then they resurface again in the early '90s, and um, uh, and it looks like uh, uh, Chameleon basically re- uh, creates a couple of uh, life model decoys, LMDs, or really, really advanced <laughs> robots. That look like Richard and Mary Parker, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly how long they're around, uh, and kind of in Peter's life at that time. But that, but that was um, so just, just to mess with Peter Parker. He makes these things. Yes, yes. Wow, that's and it up. and it actually looks like that kind of that that sort of uh, arc in the comic books was around the time that this series was was out. So this okay. was kind of fresh meat 
on on the on, on the, the spidey bone yeah. um huh. at the time so yeah. i hmm. it kind of makes me hopeful that we'll maybe get a lot more of these details and and see yeah. more of what's going on also makes me think that uh one of my uh one of my questions my still need to knows about this episode might turn out just the way i think because we we have silver silver sable tell kingpin yeah one of your guys ratted you out to us he's actually working for us i think it's chameleon does that make sense to you that who is a chameleon that the the, 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 the double the, the double cross the, the, yeah the the traitor in the insidious six is chameleon it does make sense but I, i'm curious as to why you think him my initial uh, reason was just that um he i believe he is the one who mentions peter parker's parents in an earlier episode like there i and i can't oh, even remember yes. what episode that right. was but was i think it was ago. <laughs> i think it was chameleon who brings it up like kind of offhandedly as he's escaping from spider-man at some point um hmm. i feel like it was maybe a shield episode yeah, um nick fury and for sure yeah yeah, yeah. but that yeah, that so was he knows something more than the the other five know right? yeah yeah and and now that i know that in the in the comic canon uh chameleon tries to create these robot doubles and and sort of you know mess up uh uh, Peter Parker's life um, with the with with these uh, things, uh, albeit I think at the behest of uh, an Osborne. It just I don't know. It may it would make sense to me if they kind of keyed in on that and had Chameleon have some part in the um, mm. disappearance. It would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I guess I'm gonna agree with you. And 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 let me put it this way: I don't know if they'll do that, but I hope that's what they do. Yeah, they yeah. could really tie together a lot of things from the comic book. And we've said mm-hmm. of the shows that we've watched, this has been the most um, faithful to the yeah. comic. So for sure, it, yeah. Again, mm-hmm. history can either be on our side or against us at this point. But yeah, I like that theory. I'm yeah. gonna go with that one. I'm gonna give you that. Is there any before I proceed through with mine? Were there any other? Were there any questions that you had that you things that you really wanted to know? Well, uh, coming out of this box. episode, the, the box. box. What is in the box? in the box? Yeah. What's that's in the my box? Biggest, what's in the box? It's like seven mm-hmm. all over again. Yep. Yep. That yep. was my biggest thing. Because um, we see, we see, like, uh, I the, it, the box is opened for us in the flashback, right? Uh, and it seems like there's some there there's something and some documents, <laughs> like yeah, exactly. And we don't, but we don't know cloth or something. It looked like or something folded. Yeah, yeah, but we don't know exactly what's in there. Yeah, or so that's. Do you do you think of it? Do you think it could be like some sort of, uh, like some sort of, uh, control mechanism for this doomsday device? I, I I think that's possible, Mm -hmm. but I think that's somewhere else in New York. You think that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because mm-hmm. they made a big deal of showing that it was in New York. I mean, I remember that shot. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the Twin Towers and everything. Mm-hmm. I honestly think it's it's too easy, I know, but, you know, par for the course here. I think it's a letter to Peter from the mm-hmm. parents. Hmm. Explaining everything. Okay, okay. And and something that Peter has to do as an adult as Spider-Man that to, 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 to hmm. write what was, was, what was once a wrong. Hmm. That would be really, really disappointing to me. That would... <laughs> well, then it's probably a really good prediction, Jason. <laughs> that 
that would, so in other words, I nailed it. <laughs> that would really, that would really, really make me upset. Um, because that's just too easy. You think it's too? I I think on it's. The nose? Well, I think it's kind of. I think it's kind of dumb in the in the in the uh, in the course of this story. Like this story is supposed to be about how Richard and Mary Parker were really you know like spy heroes who saved the world from this doomsday weapon um and then how their their son uh 20 years later is going to uh you know uh stymie the plans of the of the next generation that wants to put their hands on it um yeah. you know so that, that's you, i want it to be about that where do you think peter parker separated from his parent what age do you so they said that uh, what was the girl's name? I I wish I had her name in front of me, but the um, Wolfgang's daughter. Yeah, um, it doesn't matter. But her, her they they said that she was a couple years older than mm-hmm. Peter, mm-hmm. and she looked like maybe six or seven. So I'm gonna say like four, four, five years old, maybe. Okay. Uh, okay. was was Peter's age when this and, and and yeah, I mean, keep in mind too. They said it was twenty years ago. Figure Peter Parker. Early twenties, early twenties, right? So, yep. yeah, that, that I mean, I think that tracks somewhere between two and five. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I guess yeah, yeah. I don't know. That might be a little bit, a little bit too presumptuous well, and, to assume. And, that and why would they something. have given it? Why would they have given it to Groitzig to get? Yeah. you know, I mean that that doesn't. They would have given it to Aunt May. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I just feel like with this show, they're going to do something modern like that and, and uh, sappy. So, okay, I don't know. Okay. I, I think. Do you really think it could be a, a detonator for the doomsday or a antidote for lack of a better word for the doomsday device? Do oh no, I don't think I don't think it's a I don't think a, an antidote. I'm saying or or like a I'm saying uh I wonder if it's like the like the, the like the key to turn it on. Like this is okay. the like this is the piece of the device you need to activate it. Okay. Yeah. You think that's what's in there? Possibly? I think that might be what's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's well, my guess. Or, you, need, you need the box. You need the box and the device to make it go boom. That's my, that's right, what I think. To, to make it go big boom. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. we could both be wrong, and we'll never even find out, and they'll never oh. even talk about the box again. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Or maybe it's Morbius. Maybe Morbius is in the box, Jason. <laughs> Just a clove of garlic. Oh God. Uh huh. Oh man. Um. So the do you. It it stands to reason, uh, Red Skull Junior. Then uh, on his way to New York City, right? Right. With his yeah. with his yeah. scientists in tow, I assume. And same with the Insidious Six, right? We're going to get another mm-hmm. big showdown in New York now, and things will be back at one. That's my understanding. That stands and, to reason. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, we already talked about it a little bit, but uh, Silver Sable. Um, you think? I, I, I my my theory is, uh, I I think. Um, yeah, I think that I think they they tussle with Shield. That's my guess on that. So we'll see more of her and yeah. her and her rogue uh, group. I'm hoping so. Yeah, the Cowboys, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I agree. Do you think there's anything that Robbie did off screen in this episode mm. that we're going to hear about in the in the next episode, or was he just there to uh, defuse the bomb and <laughs> uh, uh, talk about the box, and then uh, that was it? Yeah, did we ever get an idea of that little sort of secret meeting that he was having in the airport in the last episode? No, but I assume that is with the professor that he uh, yeah. is talking about Peter, or talking about with Peter on the with plane. With Peter, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. 
that he's going to introduce. I, I yeah, don't know. I'd yeah. like to see more of why he was there and why he was so, we got it in the flashback. I was reminded, like he's so eager to go to Russia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's not, he can't just be there to tag along. Yeah. He yeah. has another motivation, but. And he had that I, ring. He had the, he had the, yeah, the, that's right. the, the forgotten warriors ring or whatever. Right. Exactly. Which I, I think, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're finally starting to develop this character. It would be a real shame if they just let that go by the wayside. Cause mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to see some backstory and we got a hint of it with this week. So I guess yeah, to answer yeah. your question though, I don't know. I, I hope we get more. There's a lot unanswered. I think that's more likely than we're going to get the things I really want to see. I think mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be like the number two thing we get after the parents and like, number 99 on the list <laughs> is going to be the haunting. I think that's more like, don't, don't, don't you think they have to with Robbie? I mean, am I, am I giving them too much credit that they have to give us more? Oh no, I don't think so. I think, I, okay. I think that makes sense. I think that makes okay. sense. All right. Yeah. All right. And I, I do, I, I, ever since, uh, ever since they hooked, uh, kind of tied Robbie to tombstone, I've liked the arc of his character overall uh, in the in the course of the series. Like he's done, yeah. He he's had a lot more to do here than he that certainly than he had in either either of the uh, other shows we watched. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I I like it. I like yeah, it. I'm even, here for even that. The tr- even the troubled son episode wasn't terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. think it was. It felt a little bit out of place, but yeah. all in all, they treated him well. I think. Yeah. They wrote him well. So yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh. I, I speculate a little bit on the uh, the reason Nick Fury seems oh, yeah. dead set on uh, keeping not, keeping the not. truth keeping the truth about the Parkers hidden. Right, like he doesn't want them to clear their name. Is Correct. Says, right? Correct. Is it because he only knows about two of the three crosses? <laughs> like, does he still think they're not good? Is that what it no, could be? No, I, well, I mean, it could be, but that's, see, to me, that seems too easy. I wonder, I wonder if, uh, it, revealing the truth about, the, or like, like their, their, uh, like traitorous, uh, storyline covers up something that S.H.I.E.L.D. screwed up in the course of this, uh, um, situation, mm. you know, that's, mm. that's what I, okay. I, yeah. 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 I think I, you're right. I think his motivation for why he doesn't want it has to be shield related. It's not on a mm-hmm. personal level. It's on a, yeah. my role as the director of shield mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is at stake. If the, if the truth comes out. So, yeah. Yeah. Like maybe they double crossed shield mm-hmm. or maybe they were members of shield or something. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's tough, tough for me to say maybe, yeah. uh, you know, maybe, shield is uh like to blame for this uh device going this doomsday device going missing or something i don't i mean i don't know but it, but i i really hope we get to hear how that plays out uh yeah. in these next few episodes that is that is i i would say all of these questions that i've had that i have after this <laughs> episode i want i want them all addressed in the course yeah, of the next 3 you. um th- this is one that i think is absolutely essential when you're putting dialogue in the character's mouth yeah you know, exactly. uh, to the contrary, to you better, yeah, you better right. pay it off. So exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I know it's not the iconic Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, obviously mm-hmm. that didn't change until those Avengers movies, but I like the way Nick Fury is in this show too, mm-hmm. kind of a Robert Redford type. I, yeah, uh, yeah. I, so I, I want to see more of him in general and I like the shield organization. I, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. So I hear you. I would I love you. to see the Parkers that were involved in it, but we'll see. Right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any anything else that we uh, that we missed that you want to make sure you hit on in this uh, in this episode, Brian? 
I don't really think so. I think we talked about it at, at length. I think, like I said, I'm just mostly disappointed. Um, I, but <laughs> let's see where the other four episodes take us, right? Or is it three? Three. Three to go. Three, three to go. Three we're, uh, I want yeah. six, but we only have five. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> we want six. We got five. Uh, I was, you know, the certain aspects of this episode uh, disappointed me. But like I said, I feel, I feel okay about the progress of the arc overall i would you know i would revisit it if if i uh, get disappointed on a number of fronts going forward but i i'm gonna i'm gonna have faith brian i give it three radioactive spiders for doing some good work to to push the forgotten warriors narrative along i'll give it two and a half i feel like i'm giving a lot of these episodes this i just because I know what it's capable of in the show, and mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like we're going to be disappointed down the road, but I'm always willing to come back and revisit it, put it all together. But yeah, just a little bit under you for me, two and a half radioactive. Fair enough, man. All right. Well, uh, next time we will do part three. We'll be back in NYC for um, uh, remembering some warriors, hopefully. I hope so, too. Looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app. Follow us on Instagram at Spidey's Amazing Fans. And reach us by email, SpideyFansPodcast at gmail.com. Our cover art was created by Rob Momarts. Follow him on Instagram to see his latest work. We know you've got a lot of choices in animated Spider-Man podcasts, so thanks for spending this time with us. Most importantly, if you enjoyed it, share with a friend.